0: And indeed, we are back for another Sunday afternoon, giving it to you, the employment hour, all the information and questions you have, you need about your employment, the place you work, your severance, uh, job rights, workplace harassment, how to get in at your job, how to get out of your job, employment contracts, we'll cover it all, and over the last few weeks, we've uh, accumulated... Uh, a lot of emails for the show, and we're going to get through a bunch of those tonight. We'll, In fact, we'll concentrate on those. It is help at employmenthour.com, by the way. And if you need to get a hold of the when the show is not on, 604-283-3123. And as always, as you heard the, uh, the pretty lady there, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on cell. We would love to talk to you this afternoon about your particular situation we'll get to that and uh, severancepaycalculator.com that is an amazing tool will tell you exactly what your severance should be regardless of what you may think or what's written on the piece of paper in front of you 9 times out of 10 if 9.9 times out of 10 it's going to be wrong so we'll cover that a little later on in the hour as well but my brother we always start with the week that was how was it
1: well john you know I actually had an incredibly busy busy week uh, this past week uh, a lot of people Uh, reaching out and talking to a lot of people and informing them. And actually, I spend a lot of my day not even necessarily practicing law as much as just answering questions and helping people understand what their situation is all about and what they can do about any problems that they're facing. And, and, you know, we like to take that to the airwaves. And that's why we're here on Sunday's afternoon uh, to talk about those situations that you may face. Maybe you've had a bad week, uh, your boss did or said something, and, you know, you're sitting there wondering, what should I do? How can I respond or are they allowed to do this to me? Well, don't wonder anymore. Let me tell you what the answer is. Give us a call right now. And the reason I always say it's so important to give us a call is not only can I ho- hopefully solve your problem, but by calling us, you'll be helping others, people listening right now to make sure that they know what they, what to do if they have a workplace problem. So this is the show. This is the time. We're here till five o'clock and, and love to talk to you. But to get us started, a couple of things that came across my desk over the past uh, few days. First situation I'm going to talk about uh, involved a, a lady who uh, who called me in a, in a difficult situation. I felt very bad for her. She had worked for a number of years uh, in a plant environment working rotating shifts. So uh, she'd worked day shifts and then she'd into night shifts and day shifts and night shifts and round and round we go. And she'd been doing that for a number of years. No problem. Everything was fine. Well, unfortunately, recently she got divorced and she became the main provider, main uh, care person for her kids. Her husband not being around anymore, she couldn't rely on him to help her out to, uh, to work the shift. So now there was no one there to be with the kids at night if she had to right. work a night shift. So she went to her boss and said, I-, I need you to help me out. I need an exception here. Rather than work rotating shifts, I would like to be just on day shift so that I can be there for my kids. Otherwise, I don't know what to do. Well, her employer said, can't do that uh, because if we do it for you, we're going to have to do it for everyone else. Sorry, too bad, your issue. We're going to keep you on rotating shifts. Well, she couldn't do it, so she ended up quitting. She she said, I can't do rotating shifts. I got kids, so she quit. And she heard our show, actually, on uh, a previous week, and as a result, she called me, and she wanted to know, can can they do this? With, uh, was that the right thing for them to say? Well, no, we're not going to help you out. So here's what I told her, and I think this is very important for all our all our listeners right now. The company here had to accommodate her. Uh, even though the fact that, you know, they're not at fault for the situation, this is what we call accommodation based on family status. So essentially what this means is if you have a family obligation and the only way you can meet that obligation is with some help from your employer, then that employer has to provide that help, has to provide that accommodation. It's b- pursuant to our human rights legislation here in BC, an employer has to provide that accommodation. It doesn't matter if the employer says, well, it's unfair to the other employees or we don't do that. It's not the employer's choice. The law says the employer has to do that. It's very common. Sometimes it's different shifts. Sometimes it's different hours, maybe allowing someone to leave early in order to go get their kids. Now, it doesn't mean that in every situation when there's a child care obligation, the company has to accommodate. But if it's the only real way for the person to meet child care responsibilities, then the company has to accommodate. So, what does it mean for this lady? Well, number one, there's a human rights violation here because the company did not provide that accommodation when it re- uh, was required to do so. So, there could be some damages owing to her right there. Beyond that, the fact that they've refused to meet their uh, human rights uh, obligations means she was constructively dismissed. So, she's going to be owed severance. So, she's owed severance, she's owed human rights damages and that's going to be extremely helpful for her because she's unemployed now. She's going to have to find a job. She's just been divorced, or she's, she's going to need to support her kids. So I was very happy to give her some good news, and I want our listeners to understand that your employer does have to provide accommodation for these family situations, and if they don't, that's wrong.
0: And again, it's sometimes one of those situations where the employee, uh, not, you know, listening to this show and not knowing that would feel all intimidated and turtle and say, Oh, my God, I guess I have no choice. I got to comply. My, my employer knows best, right?
1: Exactly. A lot of people would think exactly that, that they can't do anything. if the comp- It's the company's choice, they'll think. It's their right to say yay or nay. Uh, but unfortunately uh, for this employer, the law makes certain decisions for the company. And in this case, the decision would have been, you have to accommodate. Uh, and they didn't. That's wrong. And there's going to be repercussions, John.
0: Phone lines wide open for you, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell to get a hold of Lior this hour. What else you got going on, pal?
1: Well, I spoke with a gentleman who called me second time. First time he called me was uh, some years ago. So at the time, when he called me the first time years ago, he had worked for a company for 10 years and was let go. And I helped him negotiate a severance package. Everything was fine. No big deal. We negotiated it. Well, a few months after he was let go by the company... They called him back. They said, we want you back here to work. With. There's another position that opened up. And he ended up returning to that company. And no problem, continued working there for about another eight years until very recently when he was let go. So he'd worked for 10 years. He was let go, was rehired, and he worked another eight years. When he was let go just now, very recently, they paid him severance based on eight years of employment. Uh, and he called me and he wanted to know, is this right? Should they somehow have acknowledged my first 10 years? Well, here's what I told them and here's what the situation is. Yes, they do have to acknowledge the first 10 years. Because the gap in service, a few months, was such a short gap relative to the overall length of employment, it can be disregarded, and this is not unusual. If you work for a company for a long time, but within that lengthy period of time, there's a gap. You were gone, maybe you quit, maybe you were let go, you were gone for a few months, maybe even a year, and then you come back, Well, in some situations, the law is going to deem employment to be continuous. Now, this is extremely important for this guy because guess what? He's now potentially owed severance based on 18 years of service instead of eight years of service. So that's going to make a huge difference. So I want our listeners to understand that in some situations, you may actually have more service than you realize. And that's very important when it comes time to calculating severance. One of the main factors in deciding how much severance you get is the length of your employment and and oftentimes, we're not just looking at the last length of service, we can look at the entire service to decide just how much severance you're owed, John.
0: Yeah, that last point kind of dovetails nicely into the severance pay calculator. So before we, uh, we take a short break here and uh, wait for the phone calls uh, to come in, give me some details on the calculator.
1: Well, John, if you have been let go and you want to know how much you're owed, uh, you know, There's a number of things you can do, but the easiest thing, if you need to find it right now or it's uh, midnight on a Saturday and then you want to know, you go to severancepaycalculator.com. Again, severancepaycalculator.com, you find out exactly how much you're owed. How do you do it? You answer three simple questions by your age, your position, and the length of your employment, and you're done. You find out on the spot what you're owed, it's free. It's anonymous, there's no strings attached, it's completely uh, confidential. You don't have to put in your name, the company's name, you don't have to put any details about yourself. And you find out it's such an important tool because 90% of people when they're let go, don't have that information. They don't know how much they're owed. So they accept a lot less than they're owed. Don't let that happen to you. Don't let that happen to anyone you know. And if you think you know how much severance you're actually owed, try it anyway, because I promise you, you're wrong. It's a lot more than you realize severancepaycalculator.com
0: well, sure, you can walk away anonymous, or there's a contact button on the bottom of there. There's also an employer mode if you're wondering what it would cost uh, you as an employer to uh, to let someone go with the proper amount of severance. And uh, you know we're we're serious. Almost half a million people have used this with great success, so give it a shot. Severancepaycalculator.com. I mentioned a ton of emails backed up here on my desk. We're going to get to a bunch of those uh, when we come back from a short break. The phone calls six zero four two eight zero nine eight nine eight or star nine eight nine eight on the Employment Hour right here on CKNW. And right back out. You have right till about five o'clock to get your calls on here. Ask Leora a question. Guaranteed, the answer will uh, will delight and inform for uh, the rest of your working days. To put uh, not to use too much hyperbole in that particular response, but uh, that's <laughs> the way it goes. Six zero four two eight zero nine eight nine eight or star nine eight nine eight on your cell. We mentioned, I mentioned a ton of emails we've accumulated, and we get uh, every show as we do it on there. We try to get as many calls on the air, but we also get some emails uh, out there, because people want to know, and people write in with similar problems that other people in the workforce, so I want to get to a, a bunch of these uh, this afternoon. Lior, first of all, I'll give you one from Travis, it says, uh, Lior, can I be fired eight months uh, of working at a job after they falsely accused me of something I didn't do? I was only given
1: one week's notice. Well, the real question here is whether the company is trying to allege cause. Can you be let go with severance? Absolutely. Even if you've done nothing wrong, uh, even if there's no good reason, you can be let go, but the company has to pay full severance. Now, you're going to be owed much more than uh, a week's pay after eight months of employment. Some some people think, well, eight months is not a long time, and it's not. But you still could be owed two, three, four, even six months of pay. So I would want to understand what you've been accused of doing. I would want to understand exactly, uh, you know, what the allegation is. Did you do it? Did you not do it? If there is no cause, if you haven't done something so bad that justifies a termination without severance, then you've right. probably been wrongfully dismissed, which means you're owed more severance. I would also want to know what job you had, your age, etc. and maybe if you were recruited away from another company. But ultimately, this is a question of compensation. It's a question of severance, and I, I think it's an important one because a lot of people assume that short service means little, uh, little or no severance. In fact, the opposite is true. Many people get more severance if they're short service employees, so definitely, definitely worth giving me a call.
0: And again, Travis, moving forward, uh, 604-283-3123 is the number to call your Do It Monday, and in the meantime, severancepaycalculator.com. For you as well, for the remainder of the hour, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell phone. We'll get to a call, and uh, thanks for hanging in there, Savannah. Good afternoon. How are you?
2: I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Great. So, uh, What's your concern? Well, my boyfriend got injured, um, I think it would have been last April. He tore some of uh, the muscles in his arm, had to get some major surgery done. He was off work for about nine months. And prior to being off work, he was a foreman making, I think it was about $36 an hour. When he came back, I, um, he started again in January. They had deducted his pay to 26 and he was still required to do his permanent position, but they had taken away all the perks. he didn't have a company truck anymore or anything like that. To me, that doesn't feel right. I don't know if they can do that. Um, is that legal?
1: <laughs> now, Savannah, did they tell him if this was just temporary or did they tell him if this is permanent? Or either way, they haven't said anything.
2: They haven't said anything about it. And every time what? he's asked, they haven't. They said, oh, you have to prove to us that... We you we can trust you again, and that doesn't hmm. make sense. It was a- oh
1: god no. Okay, so so that, I think that tells me everything I need to know. So let let's start. Let's put the injury aside for a second. I'll come back to it in just a sec. But even if we forget about the injury, this is completely illegal. A company does not have the right to change someone's compensation, change someone's job this way. That's a huge change, obviously. Now, when I say they they don't have a right, that means that this is a constructive dismissal. So your boyfriend potentially has the right to treat this as a termination and get severance. Now, how long has he been there?
2: Um, I believe he's been with this company for three, maybe four years now.
1: Okay. And and how old is your boyfriend? He's 39. 39. So he could be looking at anywhere from four to five, potentially as much as six months of pay. That's what severance would be for him. Now, the fact that they did that after he came back from an injury tells me everything I need to know in terms of the fact that, yes, obviously they did it because he was off with an injury, which makes this a human rights violation as well. So potentially there's consequences there for the company for doing this, given the fact that you're off, your, your, your boyfriend was off on a, on a medical leave. So not only is this a constructive dismissal and he's owed severance, potentially other damages, human rights damages are owed to him. So what this company did is illegal. There's no two ways about it. Uh, so ultimately your, your, your boyfriend absolutely has rights to pursue this. And I really hope that he does. So I think he should give me a call as some, uh, at some point as soon as possible, actually, because the problem with him continuing to work in this role is he's going to end up accepting it. So if he says, okay, I'm going to be the good soldier, I'm going to continue working at some point he's going to be considered to have accepted. It, and then he's stuck, then he can't get out of it. He cannot pursue his legal entitlements. There's a very, very small window there to pursue it. Savannah, so I hope you ask him to give me a call as soon as possible.
2: Okay, and what's that number?
0: That number, Savannah, is 604-283-3123. Again, 604-283-3123 or help at employmenthour.com to do so. See, that is why people call, and that's the information she needs. Now, there could be you know problems averted with a simple phone call, right?
1: Exactly, and this is obviously a difficult situation for him. Can you yep. imagine? You, 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 you're hurt. You come back to work. You're hoping to kind of resume everything, and they pull the rug from under you. That's wrong. That's illegal, and absolutely, I can help them make it right.
0: Talking about a bunch of emails tonight we've had over the last few weeks. We'll get to more, and in the meantime, the phone calls you want to call through and talk to us. Talk to Leor. get some answers, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Randy says, my boss told me that I would be fired at the end of the month. I was very upset and told him
1: that I will just uh, be leaving right away. Thank you. Can I get severance? No, that's a that's a good question, and it's an unfortunate situation because if you're, in fact, told you're going to be let go at some point in the future and you decide to quit because, you know, well, why should I stay if you don't want me? That's fine. The problem is at that point, you're considered to have resigned, which means you don't get severance. So you may think, well, wait a second. The only reason I've resigned is because they told me I'm going to be losing my job. But if you leave before your last day, before the company uh, actually is prepared to let you go, that becomes a resignation and you could be giving up severance and you could be giving up tens of thousands of dollars in severance. Oh, I yeah. don't want anyone to do that, certainly now without talking to me. If your company gives you notice, work the notice, or if not, you can leave, absolutely, but then you cannot get severance. So here's what something he may be able to do here. If this just happened... If this just happened, you know, within the last few days that he decided to to quit because the company let him go, I wanted to reach out to the company, maybe send an email and say, you know, I was at the moment, I was very upset because I was surprised, but I didn't mean to. I'm con- and I want to continue working and I want to be back at work as soon as possible. At that point, if they say no, too bad, we, we we heard you say you quit, it becomes a termination. If you resign in the heat of the moment and then try to take that back, and the company doesn't let you take it back, well, it's as if they let you go, even though, again, you're the one that quit. So that's something very important that he may want to do that now. If this happened three months ago, it's kind of too late to do anything about it. So very important to understand you, you can take back a heat of the moment resignation. But the problem is, of course, if you resign for real before the company actually is letting you go, that's a resignation, uh, and then you don't get severance, and, and that's an unfortunate. Again, depending on age, position, length of employment, that could be, who knows, as much as 24 months' pay. You do not want to walk away from that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like in that situation where you know you're going to be let go, and there's going to be severance on the horizon. It's just, you got, you got I know it's tough, but you got to keep your emotions in check and just say, okay, I'll bide my time. Hopefully, I get uh, not the correct severance, and I'll give Lior a call and make it right, but don't resign, right? You're not going to get yeah. any
1: at least go to severancepaycalculator.com to find out how much severance you'd be owed or, or call me. Uh, in some situations, again, if they're mistreating you in the meantime, you may be able to leave. You don't have to stay if you're being mm-hmm. harassed or in a poison work environment. Other than that, you don't want to quit and leave your severance on the table.
0: Email is help at employmenthour.com. The phone call when we're not on air is 604-283-3123. As Lior mentioned, if you haven't checked it out yet, severancepaycalculator.com. Phone lines are open. Bring them on right till uh, the top of the hour, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. The Employment Hour continues right here on CKNW. And you still have plenty of time to call in, ask your questions, or just a comment if you'd like. It's 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. If you haven't checked it out yet, severancepaycalculator.com. Find out what your severance should be. The dollar amount will be surprising, but the number is absolutely accurate. There's a contact button at the bottom of there as well. And that'll allow us to put you in touch with Lior or a member of the team at the firm. Emails plenty. Greg is next up. Says, uh, Lior, my company's often late in paying me. And other employees. Sometimes it can be as much as one week after we're supposed to be paid. This makes life very difficult. I imagine paying bills and stuff. Is there is there something that I can do?
1: You know, obviously it's a, it's a huge deal because you know the whole point, the the very basic arrangement when you have a job is I go to work, you pay me when you're supposed to. I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't get any more simple than that. Uh, so what happens if the company doesn't do that? Well. The problem here is this. The problem is that by the time you try to fix the problem, you know, to take legal action or you're going to go to the Ministry of Labor, you know, by then you'll get paid anyway because these processes are very slow, right? So it's a practical issue. So the only thing you can do is, in terms of uh, just fixing it now is to treat that as a constructive dismissal. Obviously, it's an important term of employment that you get paid on payday, whatever payday is for you. And if the company keeps not doing that, paying you later, then they're breaching the terms of employment. You could treat that as a constructive dismissal, leave with severance. And in fact, that may be a very good idea. If you're going to work for a company that's not going to pay you when they're supposed to, you may want to find a better employer. Now, the problem with that also, as I've said before, is that once you're doing it for a while, once it becomes the term of employment, sometimes we pay you on the Friday, sometimes we pay you the following Thursday and whatever it is. Then at that point, once that happens for a while, it becomes the new norm. And once it's the new norm, you can't do anything about it. So if a company is going to start messing with the terms of payment or the dates of payment, you want to do something about it quickly. If this happens now every week for a bunch of weeks, well, at some point you can't say you're not paying me when you're supposed to because there's really no supposed to anymore. Now it's pay me when you want. So you you want to be very careful with that. And, and yes, can you complain to the Ministry of Labor? You absolutely can, but that's going to take a while to resolve. Uh, and and you, you can certainly try that, and that's also going to make it difficult to continue working with the company. You have that option. Otherwise, you may be better to treat that as a constructive dismissal and leave with severance. But please, please, please do not leave. Do not quit because of constructive dismissal without talking to me first.
0: Again, the email is help at employmenthour.com, and to get a hold of the, or at the firm when we're not doing the show, 604 283 Nancy writes in says, I've had to miss work on several occasions because of a medical issue that I'm uh, dealing with. My boss told me that if I miss more work, I shouldn't bother coming
1: back. Can you do that? Yeah. Well, you know, that that really is, is silly, and it's wrong, and it's just uh it's just you know not a good thing to do on, on a humane level, of course, and as well as on a legal level. So no, your employer cannot do that. You cannot be punished because you're, you have to take days off for things that you cannot help, such as being sick. So uh, no, if you're, as long as your absences are backed up by a doctor, you cannot be fired for it. That's not misconduct. Certainly, if this is a serious condition you're dealing with, uh, you know, you're uh, trying to manage a disability, that, that could also be a human rights violation. So you're not doing anything wrong. By By being sick, you know no one wants to be sick, and if you are sick, what are you going to do? you're going to have to take time off work, and the company cannot punish you, cannot threaten you, cannot say that's cause that you've resigned, you've abandoned your job, none of that applies, okay, and and they can 't discipline you. How can you discipline someone for being sick? What are you trying to achieve? you know we're trying to teach you a lesson so you 're not going to be sick again. You, you can't help that, right? So there could be human rights issues here. Certainly if you are fired, that could be easily a wrongful dismissal. So give me a call if that happens. You should not be punished or let go because you have to take time off uh, when you're sick.
0: There's still plenty of time to call into the station here uh, during the show today and ask your questions. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. As well as we get through some more of the emails on this week, Elaine says, I quit my job because my employer owed me $4,000 in overtime and vacation pay, and he refused to pay. I asked for payment many times, and he always promised that he would pay, but he never did. Is there something I could do to get that money owing?
1: Sure. Yeah, there absolutely is. So there's two things actually you can do. Number one, to get the money owing. Uh, to get that, it's actually quite simple. You can go to the Ministry of Labor for that uh, to, to get unpaid overtime or unpaid wages. Ministry of Labor can absolutely help you with that aspect of it. If you can show that the money is owed and it doesn't sound here that's going to be controversial, then yeah, you'll get it paid and the Ministry of Labor is going to order them to pay potentially with some interest. Now, beyond that though, here's the interesting thing. If you're working in a situation where you've uh, accrued overtime or wages and the company doesn't pay them, well, again, as I said before, that in and of itself can be a constructive dismissal. So if the company doesn't pay what they're supposed to pay you, they're breach of the law. So if they don't pay you overtime, they're breaching the law. That is a constructive dismissal. So you be you may be able to treat your employment as being terminated and get severance. So if you quit because of that, not only can the Ministry of Labor help you get your uh, your unpaid wages, your unpaid overtime. I can help you get that severance. Now, the Ministry of Labor cannot, I repeat, cannot help you get your severance, cannot help you deal with a constructive dismissal because the Ministry of Labor can only help enforce minimum entitlements. So you give me a call and I'll help you get that severance. You shouldn't have to work in a place where you don't get paid what you're owed. It's as simple as that. You know, we have laws here in this province, and if the law says you should get paid overtime in this situation, then the company has to pay it. It is what it is. I don't make up the laws. And if they refuse to do that, they owe you the money. And they also potentially owe you severance if you quit because of it. So definitely give me a call.
0: You know, we always throw up that red flag about uh, calling the Ministry of Labor about your severance and how much you should get. That was the genesis of creating the severance pay calculator because the onslaught, the, the reams of misinformation that people have phoned about severance when it comes to the Ministry of Labor, it, it's almost endless. That's why they've got to call you or use that calculator, just you know, to put that in there before we get to an email, right?
1: Well, absolutely, and, and you know, I always say it's the natural inclination. If you lost your sure. job, you have a question about your severance. You call the Ministry of Labor. They're even going to give you a helpful 1-800 number so you don't have to incur any charges. Uh, And they're going to say, call us. Unfortunately, what they don't tell you is they can only advise you with respect to your minimum entitlements. And that's important because those minimum entitlements are only a fraction, a very small fraction of what you're actually owed. So if you call the Ministry of Labor about your termination entitlements, You'll only find out about a portion of what you're owed, and you're not going to be told that's all you're, you're being uh, advised on. And then that may mean you'll accept an inadequate package, because the Ministry of Labor told you that after three weeks of working, you only get uh, three weeks of pay. So, okay, they offered me four weeks, so I'm going to accept that, not knowing that you're actually owed six months of pay, not six weeks, six months. So don't let that happen to you. You can and you should call the Ministry of Labor, but uh, overtime issues, minimum wage issues, vacation pay issues, absolutely no problem. But when it comes to things such as constructive dismissal, uh, termination, severance, uh, even workplace harassment issues, you cannot, should not call the Ministry of Labor. You have to call an employment lawyer. You don't have to call me if you don't like me. That's fine. Then call someone else. But you have to speak with an employment lawyer.
0: You know, it's so funny. You say all all it would take is a line on their website saying, "You know, you might have other entitlements. Seek legal advice. Or seek other advice for those. Whatever," but uh, that you know, it's not. It's the government.
1: <laughs> they just it is done the it. government. That's all they have and to and do. you know, maybe one day, you know, you and I will be able to speak loud enough that, that we will make that change. So far, we haven't been able to do it. Uh, we're working on it, but all I can do is is appeal to those listening to us right now and say, "You cannot call." for losing your job to the Ministry of Labor. You get legal advice, go to the severance calculator. We made it easy to get that information. Can't call the government, sorry.
0: You're still scratching your head about this. Got some time to call in, 604-280-9898 or uh, star 9898 on your cell. Talk to or get your questions answered. Email is also an option, which we're uh, plowing through tonight. Help at employmenthour.com. Fred's email goes like this. I got into an argument with my boss and was fired on the spot. No compensation. I've always been a good employee and have worked for the company for five years.
1: Can I get my job back? Well, you know, I I get often asked that, you know, something happened. I lost my job. I don't want to lose my job. I want to go back to work. Uh, You know, I like my job or I need my job. Can I get my job back? The reality is that no, you really can't. There's very few or almost no mechanisms that allow you to get your job back or, or that make the company give you your job back. Usually, if a company terminates your employment, it simply becomes a question of severance. There are very few exceptions. There are some exceptions, but they won't apply to most people. So generally, can you get your job back? No. Even if you've done nothing wrong, even if the company is completely wrong, you cannot get your job back. It's a question of severance. But here's how that works in this particular situation. If you got into an argument with your boss, again, not necessarily a good thing, of course, but unless you did something bad, like I don't know, like threatened the boss, or, or you know, uh, you know, do something that that's completely hor- uh, horrendous, then even though you got into an argument, you are still owed severance. The only time it would be caused if, like I said, you you, you threatened the boss, you uh, you wrote horrible things about the boss on the billboard at the, at the office or whatever it is. <laughs> but if you didn't do that, you just got into a, an argument, you're gonna get severance, especially if this is not something that's happened many times before. So uh, you don't get uh, to be terminated for cause just because you did something wrong. And I want everyone to understand that doing something wrong does not mean the termination for cause. Very, very important. So can you get uh, your job back? Probably not. Can you get severance? Absolutely. And to see how much, again, you go to severancepaycalculator.com. You give me a call and we go from there.
0: You want more details about what we do in the show here each week and uh, Lior's firm as well and uh, the people he works with as well, VancouverEmploymentLawyers.ca, by the way, is the website. Bill says, you know, I'd like to take some time off this summer, do some traveling, about two months or so. How should I approach my employer about taking unpaid, unpaid time off? And uh, what do I do if they say no?
1: Well, assuming uh, Bill doesn't have two months of of accrued vacation, uh, he really is, uh, you know, it is employer's mercy in terms of allowing him to do that. The company is not required to give someone unpaid time off to go on vacation. Now, if there's a medical reason or a family emergency, they may be uh, required to do that. But if he just wants to you know, go spend some time with family, go on vacation, clear his head for a couple of months, that's wonderful. But the company does not have to give it to him. So potentially, he may find that if he does that, he's out of a job. The way I would approach it with the company is, is be honest with them and, and uh, try to work out some arrangement where uh, you know, you'll know you come back for sure on, on a certain date. Uh, you'll use up whatever vacation that you have, so it's not a big deal. Maybe you'll, you'll you'll help train someone to make sure that they know what they're doing while you're away and, and, and be reasonable and see what they say. Uh, the only thing you can do is try to be reasonable with them and, and not to make demands and, and try to make them understand how grateful you'll be and how much a better an employee is going to make you if they give you that time. Ultimately, if they say no, then if you go, that that would be considered a resignation. They don't have to give you that time off, but most employers are going to be reasonable and will try to work with you, so uh, you should definitely try to do that.
0: We'll take a quick pause. Got some time to get your phone calls on here, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. More emails as well, help at employmenthour.com. We continue the Employment Hour right here on CKNW. Indeed, you still have time to uh, call through, ask your question, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. We'll bounce over to a call now. i got uh, Mark online. Hey, Mark, good afternoon. How are you?
3: Hey, good, thanks. What's going on? Uh, my wife got a letter of termination uh, a couple months ago, and it was a letter of termination for 14 months. she has been there 23 years. Um, they're, they gave her the excuse that they were downsizing and kind of on a way they don't want to pay her severance, they don't want to, they're going at it a little bit of a different way, and then um, it's kind of a way for her to push her way out, like push her out, so that she would find another job, and it would be like quitting, right, like to go that route, and then she ended up finding another job, and the other day was her last day, but two days before she left, they fired her boss, and then gave her 11 months severance.
1: So, so I'm Mark, just... w- when you said 14 months, did they, they give her 14 months notice of the termination of her employment? Yeah, they called it a letter of termination. Right. Okay. So they told her your last day is going to be whatever, 14 months from now. That's correct. Okay. So uh, your wife has been there, I think you said 23 years. So what kind of a job?
3: Um, office work, uh, medical company.
1: Okay. And And how old is your wife? 53. Okay. So here's the thing, uh, Mark. Your wife would have been owed easily, easily 18 to, to 20 months, uh, probably right around 20 months of, of severance. Now, the 14 months notice that she got counts towards that. So a company can meet its severance obligations by giving notice. We call this working notice. So what this means is at the end of the 14 months, they would have had to make up the difference. So if it's 20 months and they gave her 14 months notice, they would have had to pay her another six months pay. Unfortunately, though, because she quit before the end of the 14 months, that's a resignation, as I was saying before on the show, which means she's not going to get that severance. So they, she, they would have owed her severance whether they liked it or not, whether they realized it or not. Uh, and, and, uh, but in this particular situation, given the fact that she quit before her last day, she's not going to get it. And you know, whether or not they treated her boss in the same way, maybe her boss, they let go right away and didn't, uh, give notice that doesn't change the analysis. They don't have to do the same thing with everyone. And you're right. Maybe what they were hoping to achieve is to have her quit, but the reality is that it, it is legal to give advance notice. Most companies don't like doing that. They can. But because she ended up leaving, she's not going to get any severance, Mark.
3: Right. Even though she didn't give a letter of resignation, like she was well, nothing was in handwriting or anything.
1: Well, did did she quit or did she not? Did she there or is she not?
3: Well, yeah, she she quit.
1: Okay. Well, there you go. Then then if she quit, that she quit. Uh, so no, unfortunately, she's not going to get any severance uh, because she left. Had she stayed on, she would have been owed, let's say, roughly around six months' pay come come the end of it. But nothing that can be done right now, Mark, unfortunately.
3: Right. So she would have had to work the 14 months. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when that time came... um,
1: They would have ordered, let's say, another six months' pay. Exactly.
3: Right, right. Even though it's, it's kind of a... I guess it's a business way of pushing you out.
1: They could do that, and you're right. I mean, a lot of companies don't. They don't like to, and certainly the employee is not going to like it, but they're allowed to provide that advance notice, and that notice counts towards the severance. Okay. I got gotcha. you.
0: Thanks, Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it, pal. Any more concerns moving forward, 604-283-3123. What, uh, what would have been the proper course of action for his wife, other than just staying on the job for 14 months? Anything else she should have done?
1: Well, yeah, something else you could have done is uh, engage him in a negotiation right now, and I would have done on her behalf. I'd say, here, here it is, guys. She stays for 14 months or another six months pay. Why don't we work out something where she leaves now, and you pay her something less than that? Uh, and you save some money in that in that process, so it's kind of a win-win. You guys save money; she doesn't have to stay on, uh, and, and that's something else she could have done in this particular situation. Uh, that's why it's always important. If you've been terminated, uh, you know, whether, or you've received notice of termination of employment, give me a call. There's various things you could do. Mm-hmm. Don't leave without at least understanding what all your options are. You may find out your options, and then still say, "Yeah, I still want to leave." No problem, but at least make an informed decision knowing what your options are what your road and everything that you're able to do
0: in that situation would you as her as a representative push for a lump sum payment as opposed to salary continuance
1: well yeah i mean certainly a, a lump sum is better a lump sum is better yeah. because there's no strings attached right so yeah. if i tell you you can have 8 months pay with no conditions or you have you can have 10 months pay with conditions which means you may actually not get the 10 months, you may say, you know what? I'll take the eight months pay. I'll take the burden in hand. Uh, so that's often something that comes up and that we negotiate when someone is let go because it's not just how much you, you you get paid. It's what's included in it. Is it guaranteed? Is it not? So there's a lot of things that go in, into a severance package, into being let go. So you, you can't just sign off on it. Uh, so many people uh, sign off on packages. They realize later, wait a second, I left entitlements on the table. Bad idea. Call me always.
0: And that'll do it for another weekend. to call Lior after the show is over anytime, 604-283-3123. It is help at employmenthour.com. Always, 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 before you make a move, make that phone call and at least consult the severance pay calculator to find out exactly what you would be owed moving forward. If you have a severance offer in front of you, still go there and then follow up with the Lior after that. Severancepaycalculator.com is that website. Till next time, it's been the Employment Hour right here on CKNW.